0: As we do this, we raise our vibration and heighten the collective consciousness. And that, my friend, is the joyful journey. Let's dive in. Hey, Joyful Journeyer, I'm Anita Adams, your host, and today I'm really excited to be here with Alan Carroll. Alan is an education psychologist specializing in transpersonal psychology. He created Alan Carroll & Associates 30 years ago, and before that, he was a senior sales training consultant for 10 years. Alan authored The Broadband Connection, The Art of Delivering a Winning IT Presentation. Alan is passionate about giving people the experience of mindfulness and presence through public speaking. His daily yoga and meditation practices, which he learned at Isha Foundation, are another layer as he created to be grounded and nonjudgmental in the present moment. I was really interested in having Alan as a guest on the Joyful Journey podcast when I learned that he has dedicated his life in search of tools that can be used by everyone to escape the psychological suffering caused by our ego and reconnect to the vast transcendent spiritual dimension of consciousness that he says lies just on the other side of the thoughts we think there is so much here to explore and i have a feeling we're going to have some fun with this so welcome alan and thank you so much for joining i'm
1: ready to go (laughs) you're you're, you're in a conversation that i like so i'm fired up just (laughs) press the button give me a nickel and i'll go
0: Yes. Let's go. This is so great. So, Alan, where I want to start is I want to hear more about your story. You know, what what got you doing the work you are doing today? How did you come to study at the Isha Foundation? And what's your why? Why is this work so important to you?
1: Teenager (laughs) reading books, books seem to attract that I'm attracted to were. Autobiography of a yogi. Uh, the story of Paramahansa Yogananda, his journey from India to the United States, where he founded the Self-Realization Fellowship. He would describe experiences, metaphysical experiences, spiritual experiences. And I'm looking at my life there in Ridgewood, New Jersey, in the 1950s, and I wasn't having those kind of experiences.
0: Hmm.
1: And yet there was a, a spark that I didn't even know about, that was like in the background, guiding me. Mm. And so things happened. I I did Werner Earhart's S training in the 70s. And that was a very transformational kind of a training I did that in San Francisco. Wanting to understand the inner journey got me into the psychological path, because that's the path that you want to understand yourself? Well, what are your options? You want to be a financial person? Well, no, no you want to be a psychology guy. Hmm. And so I chose the path of psychology. And But we want to do the spiritual piece. So where is the spiritual part of psychology? It turns out to be the, the Jungian part of psychology, the Carl Jung's part of psychology, the the tarot part of psychology, the metaphysical part of psychology. So I was able... I was able to realize that in the space of public speaking, you can have people taste and experience the transcendent dimension of consciousness. And so I get to earn my living transforming people's ability to speak, what I call at a professional level, but also accelerate their movement or growth from the egoic unconscious state to a conscious being state through what I call mindful, spacious speaking.
0: Hmm. Wow. (laughs) I love all of that. I'm I've been training to be a public speaker uh, through Toastmasters for a number of years. And there's so much power in learning how to speak well and to be able to communicate a message effectively i heard you on another show and you you talk about uh the power of the pause i'm not sure if that's your 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 words the power of the pause but you you talk about how important it is to really pause can we just talk that wasn't a planned question but i'm so curious about about that and how we are using our words to communicate to really effectively touch somebody with what we we want to share
1: this is a a flute from New Mexico, it's a Navajo flute. And so it's an instrument that you blow in and it makes sounds. And if you don't know how to use the instrument, it sort of makes one sound, sort of monotone sound. But if you, if you know how to make the instrument, you can make it make a couple of sounds.
0: I'm actually not hearing any sound.
1: Ah, well, that's no sound. That's even better, but that's not <laughs> what we want. <laughs> Imagine that I was playing several sounds there, okay. <laughs> and so your your body is the musical instrument. Yeah, the words that you speak are the music, and most amateur speakers focus on the music, and they don't focus on the instrument. In other words, their consciousness is disembodied, which would be you're focusing on the thoughts or the music that you're thinking. Are it's embodied. And you're on the instrument. And the only way you can get embodied. When you are speaking. Is, you, is to be able to stop speaking. While you're speaking.
0: Hmm. And cause. most people.
1: After 40 years of watching them speak. Nobody does that. Hmm. Everybody speaks. They don't even think about. Not speaking. And if you think about not speaking. You then discover that between the. Between the, the the sounds that you're that you're making, sound number one, hello, Anita. So I created an empty space between hello and Anita. So I consciously created that empty space. Now, when I make a sound, I'm vibrating the air. Mm-hmm. I'm blowing sound bubbles. Sound bubbles are are Christmas tree ornaments on the Christmas tree. They are objects hanging in consciousness, the huge space of consciousness. And as long as I blow, you hear the sound. But as soon as I stop blowing the flute or stop blowing the warm air out of my body, I'm no longer vibrating the air. And what that is, is silence. So when you watch a professional speaker, they're able to vibrate the air, create the vibration called a sound or a word, but they're also able to not vibrate the air. And when you don't vibrate the air, you create a little oasis of stillness. And when you practice that, you discover there's one of these there in that empty space. And this is your command override switch. It's you now are able to control the words that you say. You're able to create a space which is time one second two seconds three seconds in order for you to analyze whether or not what you're going to say next will make the flowers grow in the greenhouse or which is what the being is up to or make the flowers die in the greenhouse which are your attack thoughts defending my ego and my point of view anita and that will make the flowers die so why would i want to vibrate the air that way well who do you speak for speak for the ego Ego wants to be right. And so by disrupting the pattern of the ego, the speaking pattern of the ego, it creates a break in the thought pattern in your mind. And that's liberation. And that's that's Mukti, or Satori, our presence, our mindfulness, whatever word you want to use for that transcendent dimension of consciousness, which is available in the portal that you create between the two sounds
0: okay there's there's a lot in in there that you said I want to unpack it a little bit first sure. just for those people who are just listening to this audioly um, Alan held up a like a little panel with a stop go a, a green light a red light and so this is this is you physically holding up a, something that is telling you to pause before you 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 proceed and we're not, and we're not even talking about just public speaking here either i mean that's that's obviously at at one level we're talking about just communication in life am i correct
1: we're talking about that there is the the vibrations that i create the sounds are ripples on the ocean of stillness the ocean of stillness is where the joy lives. The joy doesn't live in the, on, in the ripples because the ripples are impermanent. You can't hold on to a ripple. It, you hold on to it, but then it dissolves in your hand. It, go, it goes away. So trying to hold on to things that are objects in the space, like your words, are very, it's very suffering because everything's impermanent. What is permanent, though, is the ocean. And so what happens is that you're able to pause and immediately when you control this this switch, you're able to tell your body, take a deep breath
0: mm-hmm.
1: You're breathing uh, the, the tidal volume we just at rest is, is half a liter in, half a liter out, half a liter in. So so the total volume of your lungs is six liters. And so if I said, okay, Anita, you're breathing right now. can you breathe in, can you take in any more air? Oh sure, Alan. And I can add another 300% of oxygen in my body, another liter and a half of oxygen in my body that I didn't do before. And that's prana. That's that's energy. That's power. That's fuel. But you have to have the thought in the middle of my talk to the next door neighbor, Alan, make sure you take a nice deep breath. Mm -hmm. But you don't do that because there's no space between the time, between the thoughts that you're speaking. Because that's controlled
0: by the ego. The ego wants to get their message out there point delivered is that what i'm hearing
1: you you are you're speaking for your ego and your ego is your identity whatever you've identified yourself to be i'm i'm an american and you're a canadian Mm -hmm. so therefore what identity do i have about america and what identity do you have about canada well what 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 conditioning have we gotten you got it you got a canadian flag i got an american flag so i identify my and don't disgrace my american life. don't disgrace my canadian and, and so you begin to uh, defend your identity and your identity is your ego and but your ego is is an illusion it 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 is not who you are you are the you are the ocean you're the space not not the content in the space you're you're the you're the space so if i can create space between the sounds Consciously, then I become more spacious. And when you become more spacious, you go from a glass storm door to a screen storm door. And the energy flows through you and you stop resisting things that are happening in your moment of now because you don't like it. So all your grievances and all your complaints about things, you don't don't resist it anymore. You say yes Hmm. rather than no. And that allows you to have a more joyful experience as you flow through the space of life.
0: That's interesting. So that—that's that non-judgmental space that you you step into, which is exactly. removed from the ego. So is ego, and by your definition, is is the the labels that we put on ourselves that those labels of identity.
1: Ego. Imagine that you just were born, and all five senses. Eyes, hearing, touch, feeling, touch it all. All open up, and you plug in to reality, and you start pulling in everything you see, everything you smell, everything you taste, everything you hear, everything you touch. From from the time you were born to this moment of now on the island there in, in British Columbia, and it's all stored in, in in a bank of memory, and they keep the memory in the past, and so the ego are all the concepts that you consider yourself to be. So if I had a piece of paper, one side of the piece of paper, I said, I am. Other side of the piece of paper are all the direct objects. I'm a Canadian. I'm an American. I'm a Christian. I'm a Muslim. I'm white. I'm black. I'm Republican. I'm a Democrat. I believe this. I believe that. This is my religion. Blah, 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 blah. And that becomes my conceptual identity. And if you say anything that threatens my conceptual identity... I will use my intellect to attack and defend my point of view. And you're wrong, by the way. Hmm. And so that creates a lot of suffering in people's minds because you're defending, you're defending an ego, but an ego is so impermanent that it, there's, no, there's, there's no long-term joy in, in working on defending your ego because you, are, you think you're being attacked. But but you're not being attacked, Mm -hmm. but you think you are. And so you're constantly defending your point of view, which creates suffering.
0: Okay. Can you have these identities, say I am Christian. Sure. And still not be in that egoic defensive space? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, good. As I'm saying that question, I'm like, yes, of course. Of Absolutely.
1: Course you're you're a screen door. You still have integrity. You still have your, your concepts. Yet you have, by by practicing pausing, by practicing meditation, by practicing yoga, by practicing eyes open meditation, by practicing going to nature, you're practicing surrounding yourself and creating stillness. And stillness is no agitation. Okay. And when there's no agitation, which is between the sounds that I speak, there's no agitation. There's no vibration. There's no judgment. Right, because judgment's a thought. So it's hard. it, 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 It is a challenge to try to manage the thoughts that you think. And the thoughts that you think are... The ego is thinking those thoughts. However i may not be able to manage the thoughts that the ego thinks because it's metaphysical but i can manage the thoughts that the ego speaks and when you can control the timing of your speaking you have tamed the tongue (laughs) of the ego and now the ego works for you and so if that's true then my love and joy and compassion and bliss and, and, and reverence to God and every possible uh, spiritual loving thought that I can speak, I will speak because I'm painting my reality with love that I'm choosing, that that I, that I have the paintbrush of creation. I can, I can paint my rendition of this moment of now any way I want. Of it. rather before the ego campaign only one way my way right it's based on the past it's based on i'm listening to alan watts and he's saying he has an analogy that i like he says people are are driving a car but they're using the rearview mirror they're looking at the rearview mirror to tell them where to go So, a rearview mirror is the past it's the memories that's stored in the past so you want to honor the past because hey it's a red light i want to stop you know, it's like I use that past to tell me to stop. however I want to be present in this moment of now yeah. and and that means in mindfulness it means to be present without judging Great. that means present with no thought
0: yeah empty
1: space no thoughts at all and that's that's a trick.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's not easy to accomplish. I like what Eckhart Tolle says about uh, all that in um, The Power of Now. And he talks about um, we how important it is to be in the now. And we do that by letting go of the stories of the past and the worries of the future and being really focused on what is happening right in this very moment. And again, easier said than done. And yet when you break it down like that, it's like when that the thoughts of the, the argument you had with your partner this morning or your children or whatever pop in, it's like, hey, okay, that's that's the past. Or when you start worrying about what that deadline is that's coming up, that's the future. Just stop and just be here right now in this moment.
1: And most people spend their entire day, they wake up and they plug into their... And and Eckhart would say it's a a never unending stream of thoughts from the time you wake up to the time you go to bed at night. About, I think he was talking to Deepak Chopra, and they were saying 65, 80,000 thoughts pass through your consciousness a day.
0: Yeah, crazy.
1: And 95% of those are the same thoughts you had yesterday. And so, what you want to be able to do is ask the question is there another place in consciousness? beyond the thoughts that I'm thinking. And the answer is for most people, what do you mean thoughts that I'm thinking? I am the thought that I, that's, who, that's who I am. I am. Well, that's true until you're able to create a space between the thoughts that you speak. But also you can in meditation, you can create spaces between the thoughts that you think. And so you want to practice creating space which requires practice. You, 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 you can't create space without practicing because it requires a muscle that most people don't even know it exists.
0: hmm is, So is that what you mean by the that transcendent spiritual dimension that resides on the other side of the thoughts we think? Right?:
1: Absolutely. You look at you you, you go out at night. And you see the stars, and you say, "Wow, millions and millions and millions of stars." Yet, if you took all the stars and all the galaxies and all the universes and every piece of matter, and you put it all all together, let's say let's say this was the entire universe put all all together in this round this round ball, that represents less than one percent of what's out there. The other ninety nine percent is the empty space. Mm-hmm. And from the from the uh, 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 there are there are different models, but one model is that the universe, the reality that we know, is comprised of five elements. It's comprised of the earth, which are the solids, the liquids, the water, the gases, the air, the fire, the transformative element that changes everything else, and so those four elements exist in the physical world, but the fifth element is doesn't exist in the physical world. You can't you can't see it, you can't taste it, you can't touch it, uh, you can't smell it. But it is it is the mother of the other four elements. And that is the element of of space, uh, ether, uh, the akash. It is the empty space of nothingness. Mm-hmm. And so what we're doing is you're consciously while you're speaking taking the fifth element of empty space and you're sticking it between the two sounds and you practice doing that until you have one foot in the masculine yang energy which is the forward thrusting boom of your speaking and the other foot is the yin energy the feminine energy which cools down the heat which allows you to achieve harmony and in a balance psychologically, and that's called mental equilibrium. And when you have mental equilibrium, you then have a choice about how you want to vibrate the air, how you want to paint the picture, and immediately you're healed. Immediately you you no longer hold grievances. You look at the definition of a Zen, Zen definition of the Zen mind, and they say clarity and purity based on two factors. One factor is Holding no grievances and the ego thrives on grievances. You get together with your friends. You talk about all the, all the negative things that are happening and what they did and how they did that. And we got to do something like that. Yeah. 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 So we hold on to our grievances, which defines our identity. We traffic the ego traffics in the grievances. Well, you want that joy? You got to let go of the grievances. Let go of the grievances. Then I'd have to forgive you, Anita, but I can never forgive you for what you've done. You what you've done to my family, what you've what your great grandfather did to my great great grandfather, what what you did, but I can never ever forgive. And so people are not able to Let practice go. forgiveness. So the ego is is kept in place, and you continue to suffer. Mm-hmm. So those are some of the uh, the thought of uh, the second thought of the the, the Zen mind is uh, you put the past in the past. Yeah. You, you 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 the saying is put the past in the past never to be remembered again. Which means you're able to be in this moment without judging it. Because mm-hmm. you can't judge it if you don't remember anything. Right. I, I don't remember that you're a bad person. You know, that, that I don't remember that. So I get I get to see you newly each mm-hmm. time rather than I see you through my filter of the past. Yeah, I remember you, Anita. You're the one that did the da-da-da-da-da. So that paints the way in my mind, how am I gonna how am I gonna interact with you?
0: Mm-hmm. So interesting. So finding the space, being in that that vastness of of nothingness, you get there through t- the, the pause. You get there exactly. through the meditation. You That's get there- exactly. Okay. Um,
1: Pausing. All you got to do is pause, yes. which disrupts do- the automatic flow of the ego.
0: How long do you have to like pause? it's like a pattern.
1: It disrupts it. And so you then have been able to stop the automatic condition reaction that you normally do. Eckhart says, here's the event and here's your reaction to the event. Mm -hmm. And that's immediate event reaction, event reaction. So the way you, the way you paint your interpretation of the event is immediate. But he says, as you practice pausing and he talks about the same thing I'm talking about putting gaps between the sounds that you speak, boom, and so now you have time which is called a buffer zone for you to be able to choose. Gee, my body is tense right now. Something Anita said bothered me and upset me. I'm not quite sure. Let me close let me close my eyes, get my body back under control. Woo boy, oh boy, oh boy, boy, boy.
0: Oh.
1: Anita, wow, you just said something that really pressed a button inside of me. Rather than Anita, you got a man in you. So that would have been a reaction based on my conditioning. Not healthy. Not healthy for the body to do stuff like right. that. You you don't want to, you, you do not want to react. You you want to choose how you're going to react. And that's called respond rather than react.
0: And you can, you get there by simply oh, stopping. That's and right. And taking a pause, breathing. And then you choose what's, what's, is there a step after that? Is there, you know, like you, somebody says something that rattles you and, What's the next step? You just stop, breathe. I think it would take a lot of practice to be able to let go of things that rattle you. I feel like that it almost feels too simple to be true.
1: It's free. Space is available to everybody. (laughs) It's available to children. It would be very useful for children to be able to transcend the ego as they go through their journey. Because the ego is causing the suffering, is causing the defensiveness, is causing the illusion of separation. So if children were able to play a game, let's play the pausing game. Let's, and just practice putting pauses between the sounds that they speak. And therefore, that becomes natural. And you then have access to the ocean. And you have access to the ego who wants to say something but i'm grounded in the stillness and so when when you when you get upset you get you get agitated and all the sparkles in the sparkle ball get agitated but when you begin to pause everything becomes clear
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and so now you're in the same moment you're in You're going like this in the moment, making decisions about angry and upset, so you know that whatever decisions you're making when you're in this condition are not going to be very long-lasting. But if you can get your body and emotions to be grounded by pausing, you now have clarity, and now the decisions that you make when the mind is clear are going to be more strategically long-lasting, deeper-rooted more thoughtful, more compassion, more loving uh, than the decisions you make when you're upset. Absolutely. And so by pausing when you're not upset, so don't try to try, you know, mm-hmm. it, it, you're trying to say, well, when you're really upset, no, that's not the time to practice. The time to practice is uh, go home tonight, uh, sit down in, in your bathroom, close the door, get a chair and have a mirror in front of you close your eyes, sit, put your palms you know, face up and on the ground you're like this. So a mudra like that. And, and then then you get your body perfectly relaxed. Your eyes are closed, body's perfectly relaxed. And when you think your body's relaxed, relax it more. And the last muscles are usually the jaw muscles, yeah, Let the jaw muscles relax. And when you think your body is as is relaxed as it's going to be, open your eyes and hold eye contact with yourself in the mirror. Don't have to say anything. Can you just hold eye contact with yourself in the mirror and keep your body still? And when you are able to check that box, close your eyes, take a nice deeper breath, open your eyes, might say, hello, Anita, just all, just a couple of the sounds, and keep your body relaxed. Until you're able to make a sound, keep your body relaxed. Make a sound and keep your body relaxed. So it would be stop, pause, breathe, relax, connect, talk. Stop, pause, breathe, relax, connect, talk. And then you start doing that at a very slow speed. Average number of words, about 150 words per minute. Slow down the amount of words to 75 words per minute. So I've taken 75 sounds out of my one-minute talk, and I've created 75 empty spaces in my one-minute talk. And so I'm practicing the creation of space. It's like planting a seed of, still, of stillness or space. And by practicing, it will grow. And, and every time you're able to, to pause, it puts, a, it puts a little tiny hole in the in the egoic egg in which you're you're contained. You're like the like the caterpillar in the in the in the cocoon. And every time you pause it puts like a little pinprick in the in the egg. And pause, pin prick, pause. And the pinprick allows a stream of light to come into the egg. The egg is dark and now the egg gets a little bit lighter. Another pinprick, another pause, another pause, another breathing, another balancing your body, pin prick, pinprick, prick. Pinprick. Light, light gets brighter and brighter inside. And all of a sudden the egg cracks. and you are reborn you are resurrected you come out of the egg a butterfly that a spacious butterfly that is available to everyone and all you got to do is practice yeah pausing
0: practice pausing so what you just described is a lovely meditation uh, technique that we can all use to develop that stillness after say something upsetting happened uh where you where you've got time you're giving yourself time to then settle yep have that stillness then i like the idea looking at yourself in the mirror connecting with your with yourself in the mirror i think it i think it takes love self-love to do that. And I think that's a really important um, piece. And then say, what was, what were the words that you said? Just like, just hello, hello, Anita, hello, talking to yourself. Hello. Yeah, you Anita. can say
1: anything you want to.
0: Okay. But I'm loving, my calm, students. non-judgmental, judgmental whatever. And then yeah, even,
1: right. You, you, what, what happens is the the things that causes the stirring up of the thoughts inside your head, the things that agitate yeah. you is because you're looking at something in your moment of now and it bothers you. Yeah. Shouldn't be this way. I don't, I don't like this. This is wrong. This, this shouldn't be this way. It's wrong. You get agitated, yeah. but when you're looking at love and things you care about, you know, you don't get agitated. You, you yeah. give it space to be, it, it does. It doesn't bother you. Yeah. And so it's useful to know that you get stirred up, when things aren't going the way you want them to go, right. and one of the teachers told me something which really helped. He said, "Bless all the thoughts and let them go
0: yeah. and I
1: realized that oh i anita I bless the good thoughts, the happy thoughts, those bad thoughts they're bad thoughts i'm like I'm not going to bless them,
0: yeah, and that's it's judgmental being, that self is being judgmental
1: I'm being judgmental exactly yeah. So if I, if I also say uh, to bless all the thoughts and let them go,
0: mm-hmm.
1: rather than hold on to the thought of, oh, it's really good. I want to hold on to it. right uh, You let it go. You let it go. You let it go. So now you have what I call fluidity.
0: Mm-hmm. You,
1: you're able to flow through the space. You're able to be present without resisting. Uh, so resisting means I, 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 I don't like that. I don't like that in my reality. It's my movie. I don't like that in my movie. I want it to be somewhere different. And Eckhart Tolle said, one of his teachers said, uh, uh, everything is fine. And I have no complaints whatsoever. Every moment of now, everything is fine. And I have no complaints whatsoever. And everything is fine. Uh, and the problem of it is, is your ego has, has complaints because it's holding on to grievances. Mm-hmm. about about things in your reality that you don't like and holding on to grievances is like holding on to a cannonball <laughs> jumping into the ocean. You're <laughs> drowning, but you're not going to let go because I'm right. Anita, I'm not going to, I'm dead. Right. Well, there you go. You're <laughs> yeah, dead. Right.
0: You I like that analogy. I'm going to use that. That's uh that's really clever. Very cool. Um, there was something i I went onto your onto your website alan carroll and associates and you know i understand that your teaching is all about that mindfulness so they can become better communicators and there was there was one sentence on your website that i felt like it jumped out from the page on me and it just said um mindfulness allows you to access to access the source of all your abilities What do you mean by that, that that's the source of all your abilities? Can we talk a little bit about that?
1: You consciously create an empty space between the sounds that you speak. Pausing. You then take your magnifying glass and you take your flashlight and you shine your flashlight on that empty space and you see what you can see there. And I talked about well, you'll have the command override switch that could tell you how to breathe, relax, pause. But you'll also notice that you're you're looking at a space on the other side of thought. So there was going to be a thought in that space. I took that thought out, so now I can see the portal into that vastness. And Eckhart Tolle said there's two things in that vastness. One is creativity, because you don't you can't create something new out of something that already exists. You can cut it up, change it, reform it, but it's not new. So everything comes out of nothing. So if I can create nothing, which is pausing while I'm speaking, you get access to a to another resource, a, a much vaster resource than than the, than simply the thoughts that you've accumulated over your lifetime. You you get to a transcendent dimension to consciousness, a vast network of, of of knowledge. But you never get there because there's no you can't create a tunnel between the two because your your ego thoughts are too close together. But as you begin to give those thoughts space, a flow of energy of creativity is available is available. And I and remember so you're loosening
0: the grip on the ego to do that.
1: Right, you're listening, you're listening the grip on the ego, and not only are you able to create, you're also looking at a space which is on the other side of your, of, of your knowledge, of your thinking knowledge, which means that you're able to be present with, with with not knowing, and he said that what's there is wisdom, not, not knowledge, knowledge is in those thoughts on the ripples of the ocean, but wisdom, strategic What's going on deeper, what would be more beneficial for the for humanity lies in the empty space beyond the ego. So that's the universal consciousness that that's where we're all connected. And so you don't see yourself as separate. You see yourself as as a piece of God's creation and you're a piece of God's creation, and I have a different costume on. Uh, you have a different costume on, but but the energy within you is the same energy within me. It's like you have a log and the log has sparks and the sparks, you know, spark and light for a while, then they go, then they fade away. But we all come from the same, the same place. But that is on the other side of the ego. And how do you get there? One very simple way. You simply practice disrupting the the tongue, the ego's tongue, and do it in the mirror. And that will not only transform you into a professional speaker, Because you control the timing. And when you control the timing, (laughs) I I control my body. Mm. I can create gestures. I can use physical objects. I can alter my voice when I want to alter my voice. I can consciously move my body. I can keep my body grounded and anchored in the present moment. I don't get carried away much better able to listen because yeah. listening is a, a letting go of your point of view in order to embrace the other person's point of view and so everything becomes better as you practice pausing and those are abilities that most people are don't are, are weak in in, yeah. in those areas because they just have not been trained
0: I love that. I love that uh, you say that it's not knowledge, it's wisdom, it's tapping into a source that is beyond just the the individual knowledge that I have collected. It's something much vaster, that's a word, something much bigger than that, that universal collective consciousness. And we do that by the stillness, having that pause. And I feel like some of this reminds me of some of the stuff that um, Dr. Joe Dispenza talks about and how we can we can create ourselves anew by stepping into that space and that anything is possible. When we let go of the ego, we let go of, of the fears, we let go of those limiting self-beliefs. I find it fascinating. It's not easy, though, is it? I mean, we're so attached to those identities and the, the ego and and all of that. All of that jazz, so
1: I, I uh, being a psychology guy, dreams are part of the your life studying dreams, looking at dreams, your own dreams. And once in a while, rarely, unfortunately for me, but once in a while, you actually wake up in the dream. And when you wake up in the dream, you're still dreaming, you're still sleeping in Vancouver or, or British Columbia, it's two o'clock in the morning and you're dreaming, but you wake up in the dream, and you know that you're dreaming. Yeah. And, when, and when you wake up in the dream and you know that you're dreaming, it's called lucid dreaming.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: And lucid dreaming is that you gain control of the dream. And the dream of thought, we live in the in the, right now, you think you're awake. And you'd say, I'm awake. Well, no, you're in a dream. You're in a dream of thought. And the way you think in your mind is what you see in the dream. And if I could change the way I think in my mind, how I paint the picture of this moment in my mind, it will alter what what I see. Well, how do you wake up? You wake up by pausing. Mm
0: -hmm. Every
1: time you pause, you wake up. And the more awake you are, you are no longer caught by the dream, and you then have control of the dream. And when you have control of the dream, of course, I'll express my love, because I, I like joy and satisfaction and joy and blessings and compassion rather than 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 things that would damage my my energy field. And so every time you pause, there's a little bit of a awakening,
0: that's really, and
1: that is really cool because it is
0: very cool. So that's a journey to your enlightenment is through the pause.
1: Enlightenment enlightenment mukti is is free is liberation from the thoughts mm. their, their 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 idea of heaven is not the way we see heaven they they see it as liberation from the thoughts christians would see heaven as the as salvation salvation is the is the forgiveness of sin and the forgiveness of sin means you got to forgive and the ego is not in the forgiving business <laughs> ego is in the preservation of my point of view business anita and that's what i'm going to use to preserve my point of view and if you don't agree with that, then I don't give it. You know, and so you 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 attack in order to defend your your identity. And so, uh, anytime you complain about things, you know that that's an, that, that your your identity is at work. Your grievances, your identity is at work. Let go, let go of your grievances. But it's uh, it, that's a challenge. to Let go of your grievances.
0: Yeah, you know, I I love the simplicity though of what you're talking about and what makes it so. Interesting is that we, we all have the power to just stop, to pause, to take a moment. We all have that ability.
1: challenge is that when I take those 75 sounds out and I put those 75 empty spaces in, those sounds that I was making was the ego. So you're asking the ego to sacrifice my my point of view and what I want to say. And so, there, my my favorite movie for many, 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 many years, from 1968 till probably the early 90s, was the, was the Space Odyssey 2001. Did you see the Space Odyssey?
0: Oh my gosh! Like a billion years ago.
1: Okay. Uh, there's a scene at the end when Dave, the astronaut, goes into the computer. How? And Hal's been a little crazy, so we have to shut Hal down. And he has this little key, and he turns the key and and the and and the crystal memory goes up. And he turns the key, the crystal memory goes up. And as the crystal memory goes up, the voice of the computer goes down. So from a very intellectually high performing computer, it goes down to to nothing. And so as you begin to pause, you begin to silence.
0: Mm-hmm. You
1: create silence in your reality. And you, you bypass the, the sirens of uh, with Jason and the Argonauts. When he's trying to find the golden fleets. there's the island of the sirens. The woman's voices were so mesmerizing. And Jason said, put wax in your ears, I, but tie me to the mask. I want to hear the sirens and whatever I say, don't go to the sirens. And so the voices inside your head, the thoughts inside your head take you for a ride. But when you practice the pausing and the stillness, you you become balanced and centered and begin to have mental equilibrium. Mm-hmm. And, and, and Shakespeare, Hamlet, he's, he's, good, he's good credibility. He's, he said, nothing is either right are wrong, mm-hmm. but thinking makes itself. So. Yeah. So how you think and the way you think is the way your mom told you to think
0: yeah. and the way
1: your father told you to think and your experiences and, and the garden that you were raised in is different than my garden. So the way you, your rendition of the moment of now is different than my rendition of the moment of now. Although it looks as though we're looking at the same moment of now. Mm-hmm. And so everybody has different points of view about the same thing, uh, which creates a lot of confusion, yeah, a lot of suffering.
0: Mm-hmm. For individuals that have struggled with meditation, do you have any other tips that you can offer uh, on how to tap into that pause, how to create more opportunities to pause in your life?
1: I tell the students to start with the mirror work.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Until they're able to create pauses, yeah. And you want to exaggerate. And I use the I use the analogy of you're driving a four speed car. You have four gears. Before they were automatic, didn't have to think about them. Now you've gotten a, a manual transmission, and we're not going to start with the fourth gear, which is the way most people speak. We're going to go down to the the first gear. And you're going to go as slow as you can go until you're able to vibrate the air and keep your body relaxed, vibrate the air. Because every time you speak, it creates tension. Every time you pause, it creates stillness. So that's the dance. The dances between the amateur speakers are out of balance. There's too much tension. There's too many yang notes. There's too much agitation and it needs to be balanced with the silence and the pauses and when you watch great actors great politicians they're doing it yeah they they have the ability to just bring them up but also friends we have to stop Mm -hmm. you have to see you have to believe that what those people have done is wrong And the audience go, ooh, yeah! (laughs) You can you can excite the flames uh, with with your speaking. And Donald Trump is a great example of someone who's a great speaker, and he ignites the flames. Unfortunately, from my point of view, the flames are destructive. Mm -hmm. But he has the ability to ignite the flames, and that's why he's so successful. Yeah. But Barack Obama's on the other side. He he ignites the flames, yet his flames are more for the benefit of the all, uh, not for the benefit of me. Mm -hmm. And so you'd like the person leading the country to be thinking about the benefit of the all rather than the benefit of me. And me is the ego, or whatever the ego has identified itself. There's a collective, my group, my team, my company, Mm -hmm. my country, my religion. All those are collective identities where people will use their intellect to defend if you say something about, you know, like like my religion. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that stirs up a lot of um, passion <laughs> right away, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah, because
1: it's deep programming. You, yeah, deep, yeah, yeah,
0: deep tell you,
1: I'll tell you a short story. I'm, I'm going to the Galapagos with my daughter, and we go to Quito, the capital city of Ecuador. And the tourist guide takes us into the church that she went to as a child. And it's a beautiful Catholic church, just all the ornaments. and And you go through the front door. And there's this painting on the on the right wall that's about 20 feet by 10 feet, one huge big painting. And it's all the evil of the devil, all the like hell and devils and fire and pitchforks. And and the mother tells the, the child, and this is this is hell. If you don't do good things, this is what the hell. Then you then you walk to the front of the church and you do the service, you the, the altar, you do all that kind of stuff. You you be a good a good person. Then when you walk out, you walk out the other side of the church. And on, on the left hand is a, another 20 by 10 foot, but it's heaven. And it's all the beauty and flowers and little animals and everything. Is what, and when you do go to church, you'll be in heaven. And so here she is, you know, 35 years later, uh, you know, she goes to church and she sees the picture. And, and so the programming of, of religion uh, is is pretty deep. And, and, and so it causes, I think people would say more people have died because my God didn't like your god or something and yeah. i'm doing it not for me anita i'm doing it for my god
0: yeah oh my gosh that's that's a whole other uh podcast show That.
1: <laughs> yeah yeah sure but but see if you see religion's a dicey subject it is yeah. and so if you if you, you can find out people's buttons uh, you say well you know them canadians do you have cars in Canada? You, you you park your you park your dog sled at the border and then get a rental car? How do you how do you how do you operate with when there's no snow and what what do you feed your dogs anyway in the dog sled? You know, ignorant but you know, people make fun. Right. Uh, you yeah. know, I'm sure you make fun of us Americans.
0: <laughs> no. I would never do that.
1: <laughs> yeah, of course not.
0: Awesome. But um, you don't I, take
1: it personally. Let's see the 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 trick psychologically yeah. Is you don't take things personally. Yeah. And most problems people have is they take what other people say personally, and it has nothing to do react. with you.
0: And they react.
1: Yeah. And yeah. you're just a bit player in their movie. You, you you don't you don't have any real significance at all.
0: Yeah yeah interesting um i've, I've got a, a question that I'm, i've i been trying to figure out uh, and you've talked a little bit about um that so that vibrational frequency and you know that the pause creating that space i when i think about like high vibrational frequency i think about like love isn't isn't that where we want to be operating from and and that's that's not chaotic but it's high vibration. So, you know, you're talking about wanting to have low vibration, but I feel like that's, but maybe I'm hearing you wrong. Maybe I'm, I'm hearing like that. We, that the low vibration is where the, where we have, we can find answers, but I feel like I need to be in the high vibration where all the love is.
1: The, I, I assisted in Werner Earhart's organization off and on for 20 years. And it was a, a three a three day weekend training to transform people's lives all over the world. It's now called Landmark Education Corporation.
0: I've done landmark.
1: Landmark, yeah. landmark. So I was I was what's called a forum supervisor, mm. and I participated in the training, supporting the trainer in front of the room. Did a lot of the seminars, just involved a lot of assisting. So I learned my public speaking. I mean, I, I was practicing. They called it the guest seminar leaders program, and one of the definitions that Werner uses for love. Love is giving something the space to be the way it is and the way it isn't. And so we are practicing creating space. And in order for me to be an effective listener, I have to create a space that allows you to exist in my reality. Now, if I judge what you're saying is wrong, well, then I'm not creating space in in your reality. And... The opposite to space would be would be solid. This would be very dense vibration. And there's there's another story what I like is the Al, Alexander the Great back in 33 333 BC, he goes to a town called Gordia in Turkey area. And in Gordia they had something called the Gordian knot. And it was a knot that was so intricate that no one could unravel it. And they said that the person who can unravel the Gordian knot is going to be the ruler of Asia. Now, Alexander the Great, of course, wanted to be the ruler. So he comes in the Gordia, looks at the Gordian knot and decide, "Ah," takes his sword and cuts through the Gordian knot and unravels the Gordian knot. So what we're doing is we, the ego is the Gordian knot, the solid Gordian knot, the low, low vibration. And we are using the sword of space to aerate, to put holes, just like aerating the soil. You're putting holes in the soil in the wintertime in order to create water and fertilizer to make the grass green.
0: And that cocoon you were talking about earlier, poking the holes in the cocoon.
1: Yeah. poking the holes in Gatoon. Now now we're poking holes by pausing in the complexity of, of, of the density. And so it becomes less dense. And so as it becomes less dense, you're aerating it and becomes more spacious. Yeah. And the vibration becomes finer and, finer and finer and finer and finer and finer and finer and finer. Until you have so much space between the sounds that you speak, you are no longer affected by the gravitational pull that the sounds. The thoughts have on you 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 can say anything you want to say and it's not going to upset me Uh, because the the gravity if if this was the moon and the moon is close to the earth the the tides are pulled but if the moon is further and further further away from the earth it doesn't affect the tides and so the further the thought is by practicing space the further the moon is from the earth the less gravitational effect will have on your behavior and so you're able to stay still and relaxed in this moment of now and you're not affected by what anybody has to say because if if they are saying something that trying to put you down that is a reflection of where they come from they're suffering enough that they get their they feel good by putting you down well that's a sickness that that's not something to be proud of cuz that that means they're living in a reality of pretty uncomfortable suffering if they have to put you down to make me feel good Hmm. but most people do that that's that's something the ego does
0: so good i I love everything that you're you're saying and again it feels like it's you're giving us bite-sized pieces that we can work with that we can create that space and the spaciousness to allow the light to come in I love it. I think it's so great. Alan, thank you so much for your time. You've given me some other ways of thinking about the work I'm doing as well and how I can um yeah, just sort of lean into into that spaciousness. I, I want I wanna I don't wanna be operating from that, that ego space. And and I know we you know, I do, I do, and uh I'm getting better. <laughs> I'm getting a lot better.
1: The 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 practice is uh, I call it mindful, spacious speaking. Five minutes a day, front of the mirror, just practice putting spaces, pausing, slow down the number of words per minute, five minutes a day. Just, then, then you go back to your normal speaking, ah, da, 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 with the ums in it, and the ahs in it, and, and the blah, 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 blah. run, all right, with no spaces at all. And if you can do it for five minutes a day. As a matter of fact, Do it for 30 seconds. It's called the stop technique. Stop technique is you're going through your day. Oh, I'm going to stop. All right, you stop. I'm going to to take three breaths. That's S is stop, still, become still. T is take three breaths, full breaths. Feel like get that other 300% of energy in your body. And then as you breathe out, observe any tension in your body. That's the O. Allow it to flow out of your feet, ground yourself. And then the P with stop is proceed with kindness. Do something that's positive. And And what you'll notice is that whatever thought that you were thinking before you practiced the stop technique, that thought and the influence that that thought had on your behavior evaporates, dissolves. Because Eckhart Tolle would talk about you take life support off of the thought and you put life support on another thought the thought that you were thinking about is no longer being fed and it's no longer you can you no longer fan the flames of that thought and so you divert your thoughts somewhere else and that is doable that is possible you can begin to do that but you got to go to the gym you got to go to the gym of call it the gym of stillness yeah yeah the gym of pausing you got to yeah. you got to practice it because it's it's not it's not natural. The ego will the ego will uh, resist because the ego has been the CEO of of the game here for the last X number of years. And you want me to give up my you you want the being to be the CEO? Nah. Well, eh, you gotta you gotta practice or teach it. I mean, I've, I've been teaching it, so it's really
0: yeah, it's, it's great, great to be
1: able to teach something that you think is valuable
0: yeah absolutely and i'll I'll be passing on some of this information for sure um that that five minute speech if you will that you're saying in the mirror is what is that is that can it be anything or is there a particular text that we should be practicing this with
1: Uh, in the training program we give someone a, a a a famous phrase Okay. Like the Gettysburg Address. But it doesn't make any difference at all. Right. I can make up a language. Columbia. The Hello. Si le Absolutely no meaning at all. Just made it up. Sounded good. But if you do it well, you think you really know what you're talking about. What language was that? Well, the language <laughs> of stillness. Uh, 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 and you you are over exaggerating the empty spaces, and as you begin to awaken with the empty spaces, uh, you 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 realize that oh, those those thoughts are, are are meaningless. They're just ripples, egoic ripples on the surface of the ocean. And there's a program that I would recommend to your listeners also it's the course of miracles ah oh, yeah and that is that's that's a very 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 powerful if you like what we're talking about the course of miracles is is our lessons that you do daily uh, every day in order to accelerate you down that that path to uh, salvation forgiveness of sins and enlightenment whatever word you want to use which mm-hmm. is available to everybody right because it's in the space between the thoughts that you think and it's between the space between the thoughts that you speak. And if you can create that space, you're well on the way to a, to, re, to a, a nirvana, whatever word you want to use, you're well on the way uh, to that, that space of salvation of joy, uh, because that's where bliss lives.
0: Yes. In the space, in the space in between. I love it. I, I, Alan, if if my listeners wanted to connect with you or do a program with you or do the one, I know you do one on one coaching as well. And how is the best way for them to connect? Is it through your website?
1: Right, the www.aca That lists the courses that you can enroll in. It also lists the one on one coaching. You can you can go to the Cant Kandalee uh, schedule. And you can schedule, you can pay for it. We can schedule the time. The Zoom is all done in that, white, that right there, which is Great. pretty cool.
0: Awesome. I, I like
1: being able to coach people around the world and yeah. still live in Virginia.
0: <laughs> That's amazing. Because, because in the old
1: days, Anita, I, I had to fly around the world. So <laughs> I've probably been over 60 countries around mm-hmm. the world doing the training programs. And now it's 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 nice to be able to choose if I want to travel somewhere yeah I don't mind traveling too much in the United States but those long trips to the India and places like that let the younger let the younger trainers do that (laughs) I'll I'll, I'll take care of the I'll take care of the local trainings
0: awesome well we'll make sure we put uh, your coordinates uh, on uh, in the show notes so people can reach out to you I got, personally, I got so much value out of our, our call today. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom with us and your the tools that you have learned and honed and that you teach uh, your clients are some really great things that uh, I think we can all use and benefit from. So truly, thank you. Thank you so much for your, for your time. Well, and- thank
1: you. Thank you for the opportunity of, of sharing something that works
0: yeah. That's available to everybody. That works. Pausing and
1: space is there, there's no it's, cost at all. That's you know, right. You don't have to pay any money for it. You just have to go to the bathroom and sit down <laughs> and look for yourself for five minutes.
0: Yeah, make yourself an an investment of time for yourself, right? Like five minutes a day is nothing. So just you can accomplish so much with your. And own if you can
1: growth. do it for thirty days in a row, uh, that will that will be enough to burn in the pattern. And so, attempt to do it for thirty days in a row.
0: Yeah.
1: Otherwise, if, if it doesn't take root right. as, as deep as as it could.
0: Well, I'm I'm pledging right now that I'm going to to commit to a thirty day personal challenge to to do this to look in the mirror to to come up with a five minute I don't know what maybe it's just going to be my own little Gobbledy goop language, or maybe I might oh. find something from Shakespeare that I can read and just sort of practice. Would you recommend that? Just finding something that uh, resonates—a personal reading of something that—that. That
1: right, t- and you're going to be like an actress, you know. Yeah. Uh, the Gettysburg Address. Remember in, in school, you know, but in the United States. When I was in elementary school, we had to memorize the Gettysburg Address. Four score and seven years ago, our fathers brought forth in this continent. But I, four score and seven years ago. And I don't say the sound unless the body is relaxed.
0: Mm, so I ah. got to make
1: sure the body is relaxed. relaxed. And once okay. the body is relaxed, I'm then going to make the sound, which creates the tension. But I don't want the tension to carry me away. So I got I to get that pause real close to the sound. Can't no more than three or four sounds in a row, and then you got to be able to stop. The amateur speaker has 20, 30 sounds, doesn't stop at all, just keeps talking. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And you want to be able to make just a few sounds, go real, real slow. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And even Eckhart said, you know, keep your body relaxed and you're there.
0: Awesome. I think I'm going to I'm going to pull out um, Marianne Williamson's uh, that beautiful quote about shining your light. Do you know the one I'm talking about? I I can't I couldn't recite it off the top of my head, but it's uh, such a beautiful one about shining, not not playing small and uh, shining your light. And it's just it's a beautiful quote. So I think I'm going to find that and I'm going to I'm going to practice saying that ever so slowly when I'm completely relaxed.
1: Catch yourself on the ums also. Um, uh, Ums are like little weeds. Mm -hmm. And so why would you want an um in your your communication? But you're unconscious. So every time you pause, you wake up. And pretty soon, the ums have disappeared. Because you're now controlling.
0: And you're comfortable in the silence. That's part of it, isn't it? I mean, we say um... Because we're maybe a little uncomfortable in the silence.
1: You you are diving down into your database to find the next thing you want to say. And rather than pause as you dive down into your database, you go, now today, uh, and then you bring up what you want to talk about, then then the next thing. And not only that, uh, you know, and so you want to say now, what we're going to talk about today is, is this. And when we talk about tomorrow, it's going to be this. And so all the filler words have gone away. Yeah. And so when you're looking at someone who is a mindful, spacious speaker present, there's very, very few filler words, like no filler words.
0: Yeah. You'll notice
1: that there, there there is there is space between the sounds. Yeah. Amateurs, total absence of space no space at all between the sounds they're not even thinking about creating a space between the sounds
0: i imagine too that if you're if you give yourself that space yeah. that you are able to go deeper into that infinite pool of wisdom and you might yep. pull out something completely different than what you had initially yep. thought about pulling out because now you have access Yep. To a wider a yep. wider pool of information that, that, that that's available to everyone. That's available to everybody. I love this.
1: Einstein talked about, gee, all those great theories of relativity, and oh, how did you do that? Well, I was dreaming. I took a nap. Einstein, not Einstein, but Edison, Alba Edison with all his stuff. He he took these little naps and he came and he, he, he contacted the space and then took what he learned and and began to where did that came from? Well, Came from a a a, a, a much vaster uh, dimension of consciousness, and that that exists beyond beyond the ego and the ego are the thoughts that you are thinking, and so you are you are like a, 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 a like on an adventure, and you're going through the jungle of your thoughts trying to find uh, clarity, uh, yeah. uh, freedom, freedom from from the thoughts, and you can do it by simply practicing putting spaces between the thoughts that you think and you'll get lighter and lighter and lighter more refined more refined more refined more refined vibration gets more and more refined and breathing breathing is real important because breathing is you know you you are you got to be real present to do conscious breathing and that that gets you out of all those thoughts inside your head.
0: Wonderful. <laughs> wonderful. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Alan. <laughs> well, really it's a, it's a conversation that
1: I like to talk about. So yeah, I, yeah, thank, thank you for inviting me to let me talk about something that I love to talk about.
0: <laughs> well, we really appreciate your time. And Joyful Journeyer, thank you so much for tuning in and being a part of this with us today. If you want to connect with Alan, again, his contact information will be in the show notes. And with that, we'll catch you next time. Thank you for joining me on the Joyful Journey podcast. If anything resonated for you from today's show, or if you are looking for more clarity in your life, clarity of purpose or how to activate that purpose, then head over to joyfuljourney.ca and become a member of our community. We'll start by sending you a free download of our three guiding principles to inner wisdom, which will give you a great foundation for finding the clarity you are seeking. And you'll become part of a growing community of people who are raising the collective consciousness. So head over to joyfuljourney.ca and I look forward to connecting with you directly.